The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. This is your super water man, ambassador for water, bringing you all the H2O that there is and more, because it's abundant and abundantly clear. We're here at 89.7 WTBR Pittsfield Community Radio. We're going to have some great guests today. So glad you tuned in. Listen to the tunes. We're going to have a little talk on Arbor Day. In the abundance of water, the food will get thirsty. Yeah, we're going to have a little uh, ardor. For Arbor. <laughs> We're going to have a couple cool guests today. Coming in, uh, James McGrath, uh, Parks Commissioner for the City of Pittsfield, the one and only City of Pittsfield. So uh, glad to have him come in today. And we're also going to be having Allison Egan, one of the head planners for the Brookshire Regional Planning. She's going to be talking about the greater green, bringing uh, life back to the world of Pittsfield and really cool about that and uh, working with different community groups around the city of Pittsfield to regenerate the green and loving it and uh, thanks for being guests Uh, we'll be with them a little bit in about a half an hour got some good tunes coming your way let's see what's first up on our repertoire for H2O songs (gasps) it's a cool one this is uh, our friend's Sing this great song, and you know it. So uh, stay right tuned to hear. And so it flows your only show for H2O.
showing me all humanity when I'm lying on the beach. Will you feed me, Mother Italy? All the goddesses of grief. Will you treat me like a queen or a refugee? You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I'm your super water man, ambassador for water, bringing you all the things of love, of water, and music, and all our connections to that great H2O. You had Underwater by Boy George, and then we started the, uh, we started the show with Black Hole Sun uh, from Soundgarden. And uh, we're here today... We're going to be having some ardor for Arbor because Arbor Day is coming up and uh, some really cool thoughts have come our way regarding Arbor Day 2023. We're going to have a really cool interview with uh, James McGrath, Jim McGrath, uh, Parks Commissioner, City of Pittsfield. And also due to be in the studio is Allison Egan from the Berkshire Regional Planning. Talking, Both of them are going to be talking about the uh, whole... Uh, Berkshire wide, but here in Pittsfield specifically, the Greater Green Project. So stay tuned for that. It's coming up in about 20 minutes or so. Uh, we got some more music coming your way as well. But, but first, a little bit of water news. This came up as kind of interesting. A uh, different type of trickle down. Uh, this is from ABC, uh, what is, uh, NBC News. Water PFAS cleanup costs could trickle down and uh, people in states that have enacted PFAS regulations, that's your one of these forever chemicals that people are hearing about, regulations are already paying more for clean drinking water. Should the EPA's proposed regulations pass, the rest of the country would be paying more too, which is kind of interesting. It's kind of (laughs) like... Do we have the money? Yeah, I, you know, why do we have to double pay? That's kind of like double dipping. It's, it's like uh, having the lottery pay for schools. We have the money. Let's just pay for schools. You know, it's double dipping. Anyway, a little bit more uh, from this uh, NBC News piece. Uh, a new Environmental Protection Agency proposal aimed at eliminating forever chemicals in drinking water could cost local water uh, uh, utilities millions of dollars each. Some that of that price tag is already being passed on to consumers. Oh, interesting how that works. The EPA's regulation will limit a handful of PFAS, a label for the thousands of thousands, just a few though, uh, potentially harmful chemicals that could don't easily break down. That's why they're called forever chemicals. Um, bottom line, it, it's basically saying how this is going to be passed down. Uh, like, here, here's one. PFAS cleanup contributed to increasing water utility rates by, what does it say, 18% in Hudson, Massachusetts, and 50% in Wellesley, Massachusetts. 
and it's uh, lots parts of Massachusetts are being hit by this uh, kind of pass-through tax, I guess it is. Uh, and just let's pay attention to that because we actually do have the money. And it doesn't have to come back out of consumers again. Uh, that's a little bit of editorial brought to you by yours truly, uh, your super waterman, Ambassador for Water. We'll be back with a little bit more music, and then we're going to have some really great interviewing going on, uh, sharing our ardor for Arbor and Arbor Day and tree things. And, you know, and so this is a kind of a show for Ent people, for those of people who are into a uh, little Lord of the Rings piece. But we got some more music coming your way. Let's see what's up. Uh, this is a little shout out to our friends in the tree world. This is Oceans and Trees by JT uh, Cannon and Jordan Brady. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Oceans and trees and valleys and hills yeah. There's no doubt in my mind he's real There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind No service on um, flowers on the tombstone yeah i buried myself a diamond underground yeah i was buried in hell i couldn't shine i just needed some help then i grabbed his holy hand and i lifted myself uh day one jesus christ that's my only option got the word up on my side and the devil plotting gave his life to sacrifice i have not forgotten speed it up to h-town i ain't never stopping if you know no no life is not just a game if you know no no that he rose from the grave then you know no no that you're gonna be okay you will be okay oceans and trees and valleys and hills there's no doubt in my mind he's real there's no doubt in my mind no Stop breaking the rules Number three, never handle faith all alone Devil's gonna come through and expose your throne Never had a dad that would point me to God Only had a pad, now I just found a ride I was super mad, I was cursing at the light You know I was sensitive, you fed me to the sharks Little bit I knew he made me stronger than before Walking testimony, I am helping settle scars Every time I drown, my God will put me on the shore Wipe away my tears and tell me it'll be alright Oceans and trees
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Super happy that you're with us, loving the water the way we do. It's really something about, uh, you know, like, don't you think water is like the coolest thing ever? Well, sometimes, you know, people do have a harsh relationship with water. Like, I I once had, a, you know, a sense of almost drowning as a child. Uh, and I could get where I was scared of water for quite some time. And uh, that was actually just a short share. Super happy. Uh, we already have in our studio both Alice and Egan from uh, Berkshire Regional Planning. And we also have uh, Jim McGrath from the City of Pittsfield Parks Commission. We want to say hi to our water-loving fans. We're going to be bringing you in for a long longer interview in a few minutes but just you know hi <laughs> hey well, everybody it's great to be here it's it's good to have you hey everyone it's jim from the city i'm uh, happy to be here on the show today yeah great so we'll be bringing you in in just a couple of minutes uh we've got some more water tunes coming your way uh this one from the police message in a bottle and uh we got a good water quote coming your way right after this top or the end of this message in the bottle.
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Super happy to be with you from Pittsfield Community Radio 89.7, bringing you the H2O, the, the media for the other 75%, bringing it to you right here from the Berkshires, where we are water, for water, about water, connecting to that H2O that's flowing through us every moment of every day. That was message in a bottle that you heard just before my little water water bit. Uh, message in a bottle by the police, obviously uh, a very watery song. Uh, and uh, actually just a little shout out to the PPD. Good police are well hydrated, so stay well hydrated. Regatta de Blanco, what is what is a Regatta de Blanc is the uh, name of the album from which uh, Message in a Bottle was from. Uh, we're gonna have a cool little water poem I found just now, uh, and this is a shout out again for trees. The trees carry water by Brian Giff. Gim- Gianfi. What tenderness in water an apricot tree grows in New Mexico. The community garden becomes a street. When gardens become cement, the ancestors throw little stones. I write this to understand the sorcerer in Benin, the breaker of mountains, a heavy voice. In the story of a gardener fetching a boy from the river, his hand under heavy current, a beetle climbing a tree. It shouts, the river is eating a flower, the soil mutates. The gardener grabs the river like an old man chasing cars and yells, boy, hold my hand. The spirit world is near the rock. I am speaking in the dark. This is a moment of fear. The boy speaks to the water. The gardener, yes, something old, in his body, soothes the river. The moment pauses. The apricot tree grows. Dandelions pass where I used to live. The gardener lets go of the river. The water whispers, we're refined. In my thoughts, the sorcerer in Benin is the river. As there's a tenderness in the boy breathing himself to survive, or a dandelion and an apricot tree, falling into cement. In New Mexico, I watch my tomatoes become something else with a tart scent. A broken vegetable grows in cement. A beetle falls. From the tree, there are no trees. When the sun approaches, I speak to the dandelions, to the apricot tree. And by the way, this is a finalist in the Poetry International Prize of 2022. And good going on that with uh, Brian Giamfi. The tree carries water. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. And super happy to have with you, have with us, all of us, all of us water lovers from here and around the world. We have with us Jim McGrath. And we also have with us Allison Egan. Jim is with the city of Pittsfield. He's the parks commissioner, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, Allison Egan is with Berkshire Regional Planning. And I remembered all that. (laughs) 
You have you had it written down in front of you, I think. Like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's because I went in the cold water and it made my gr- brain work today. And nice. uh, yeah, so thanks for being here and sharing with our and so as flows fans a little bit about your ardor for Arbor. So uh, what's what's that all about? Tell for, first, Jim, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then sure a little elevator bit. Yeah, so uh, hi everyone, I'm Jim McGrath. I'm the City of Pittsfield's Park and Open Space Program Manager, and I work at City Hall, and I work out of the Office of Community Development. Uh, it's a position that I've held for over 20 years, and um, you know it's one that I've been super proud to uh, uh, you know to, to be working with the city and building a robust park system. Cool. And um, you know for many years we've been hosting an Arbor Day ceremony. And um, this Friday, our ceremony will be, I think, our 25th uh, consecutive Arbor Day here in the city. And it's uh, sort of really a time for us to sort of step back and reflect on the importance of urban forestry and, and just generally trees in our landscape. And, uh, uh, and we've really always used the, the Arbor Day ceremony as a way to highlight or celebrate uh, organizations or individuals um, that have contributed to the landscape of Pittsfield, not only the the, the, the you know the ecological landscape but the the landscape of community sure um, sure and, uh, and certainly Berkshire Regional Planning Commission has been a strong partner with the city for years on uh, on hosts of projects and uh, you know they sort of the city you know out of our planning office we bring a local city perspective to planning and Berkshire Regional Planning brings that larger you know whole sort of county context and uh and they've been doing some great work, and Allison certainly is uh, uh, cool. is a, is a, is an important part of their organization. Cool macro micro trees right <laughs> here. Yeah, on and so it flows. Uh, this is great. So Allison, tell tell our water loving tree loving fans uh, what exactly uh, you're up to and who you are. All right. Well, thanks, thanks, Jim, for the um, little bit of introduction there. So I'm Allison Egan. Uh, I'm a principal planner at the Berkshire Regional Planning Commission in the Public Health Department, which might surprise you. Um, I work often in the intersection of environmental justice and public health, which are you know entirely intertwined. Um, but I also work in the field of emergency preparedness as well, um, as it pertains to lots of hazards. So. I am also a co-lead for the program Pittsfield Greater Green, which partners with the City of Pittsfield, Habitat for Humanity, 18 Degrees uh, in Pittsfield, and organizations like the Westside Legends and other community groups and uh, individual residents to promote and increase environmental justice in the Morningside and Westside neighborhoods in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. And when we're talking about water, on the show specifically, as you all know, the Housatonic flows through. So yeah. um, the residents that, that we work with directly, yeah, have the interaction uh, most days of their lives if, they, if they're residents in those neighborhoods. And we're working with the city this year on sort of an Arbor Day Plus uh, event on Saturday the 29th that we'll talk about in a little bit. But, you know, our goal through Great Agreed is to increase the livability, to work with the city and our per- partners to increase the livability of the Morningside and Westside and uh, empower residents to meaningfully give uh, feedback on improvements that they'd like to see in the neighborhood and things that they're really enjoying in the neighborhood too. Yeah, um, I had a quick yeah. question since you mentioned the river. 
Um, how many miles of river actually go through the city of Pittsfield? I would call the downtown area, including, let's say, from, let's say, Dewey Avenue, and and then down to East Street. That whole <coughs> how how much river are we talking about? Is that like ten-ish miles? Or? Probably uh, something on that order. So uh, so the, the 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 main river that flows through the downtown area is the it's called the West Branch of the Housatonic. Okay. And that is that begins right behind Wakona Park, and it's at the conf it begins at the confluence of the outflow of Anota Lake and Pontusic Lake, and that begins the West Branch of the Housatonic right at Wakona Park or the Pittsfield Cemetery. And that flows southerly through the neighborhoods um, past the dam that was removed by the city a few years ago, the Mill Street Dam, which existed behind the Berkshire Eagle building. Oh, wow. And then it flows past Clapp Park, uh, um, where it eventually meets up with the East Branch, uh, right at Fred Garner Park off of Pomeroy Avenue. And the main stem of the Housatonic then flows southerly um, through the city and, uh, and into Lenox and down toward Woods Pond. And of okay. course, that that portion of the river uh, from Fred Garner Park south—that's what is now referred to as Restive River, uh, the nomenclature so that's part of the the river cleanup. Okay, so there's that's from yeah. Garner so Park. So it probably south. must be about ten miles. It's, okay. it's quite a bit extent. Wow. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, another river question. This came from me for some friends down in Lee, um, and then we'll go back into the trees. <laughs> What's up with, you know, is the, is there like a signatory space that Pittsfield holds on the rest of River Agreement? Or is that something that is a Berkshire uh, regional planning? Is that or is there anything going on there? Uh, is there like, I know Lee is having their second thoughts doing what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, how many people, how many towns are part of that rest of river yeah so all of the towns that the river flows through um uh are what's called rest of river communities so that's pittsfield lennox lee stockbridge great barrington and sheffield gotcha. those are all the communities uh where the housatonic river flows through um so we were all part of a settlement agreement um with general electric and with the epa um, and um, and that sort of set us up for where we are now, yeah, which yeah. is um, you know is part of that settlement is allowing a, um, uh, a, a disposal facility in Lennox Dale, um, and there are lots of other provisions within the it's, settlement agreement. It's, 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 uh, yeah. it's kind of a complicated uh, um, document that if folks want to hear more about, they can contact the Berkshire Regional Planning Commission Executive Director or myself at City Hall, and we'd be happy to share with anyone sort of what that all means. Yeah, and, uh, to, to parse it out, it, it, yeah. it is quite a bit. I, you know, I can't say I know anything and or everything about any of that. So... For me, you know, the learning curve is part of this process. And what I just want to see personally is that trees and water are part of the solution. Like getting back to first principles, not, you know, like if you just, if we simply take care of it, like, like the attempt that most people are really do care about their green and blue spaces. Um, that's that's great. So tell me about the greater green, what, Allison and, and and Jim. What what is that? What is greater green? 
Yeah, so Greater Green is a five-year planning project that's funded by the Department of Public Health, uh, where Berkshire Regional Planning Commission is acts as sort of the lead. Um, myself, Allison, and then uh, Jamie Zapata from Berkshire Regional Planning are co-leads on the project. Uh, our mission is to increase, uh, you know, green infrastructure and quality of life in the Morningside and Westside neighborhoods in Pittsfield. And we decided to focus on environmental justice and climate justice sort of as a topic because there's so many topics to cover in the neighborhoods, um, housing, walkability, things like that. But the green environment is really where when we were meeting with the community and residents before we submitted the grant application to the Department of Public Health, we heard so much from the residents when we asked them about their quality of life and living in the neighborhoods, about the green environment, people wanted to garden, people wanted to compost, people wanted to have connectivity between parks and have shade when they walk and address issues with um, you know, their route uh, to school or to work that they walked or biked. Um, and so we decided to focus on primarily the green environment. Sometimes we talk a little bit about the built environment, things like housing, but we really wanted to sort of bridge um, a little bit of the gap between, you know, what the residents are saying that they want, what the residents are really feeling that they need in terms of improvement um, to their quality of life, um, and, and tie that into what the city is doing on a sort of amplify that connection between the residents and the city. Um, a lot of residents will have sort of like their their lived experience and it's a it's a tough thing to communicate you know something that you experience every day to be sort of a um a, a productive or um kind of specific recommendation to a city to know which department to contact to know you know who to talk to and through Greater Green, we're able to work with residents on a really individual basis and continue to con continuously continuously <laughs> over the course of years to sort of formulate and formalize, you know, sort of their vision and desires to, um, you know, with the city sort of at our side the entire time so that, you know, we're all sort of working in alignment to address residents' concerns and to formalize them into something, you know, a lot of residents we've heard, um, you know, talk about the litter in around Pittsfield. And, you know, that's an issue in every community, especially at the end of the winter when the snow banks uh, melt away. It exposes everything. And before the green comes and the trees and the, you know, bushes and everything, it, it stands out a lot. But, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, instead of just saying, like, I wish we could address the litter issue on my block. Um, is there a constructive way? You know, are there hot zones around the city that, you know, we can work with the parks department or, you know, the, the city of Pittsfield to specifically address that issue? If it's a specific type of litter or nuisance that residents are experiencing um, at a greater There's level. A couple of questions, you know, given that, you know, my, my cousins used to live on uh, eight mile road right side, right outside of Detroit uh, in Oak Park. And, you know, it's got nothing to do with the uh, M&M movie that uh, we all love, Eight Mile. But uh, bottom line is that city had gone over a transformation over many, many years. And it was a, also a 
industrial city, a city somewhat like Pittsfield, but way bigger. Uh, and at the same time, dealing with environmental things, they finally cleaned up that Detroit River and they did it to an extent that people now go swimming in it, have uh, parties by it, uh, festival. There's the Montreux Jazz Festival that comes to a park right on the Detroit River. Um, and it's, it's like uh, if you go out of other like uh, towns in the city of Massachusetts uh, that are also like a working class space, let, let, let's say Brighton, uh, in, right outside of uh, part of Boston, I believe, uh, but also Watertown, which I'm not sure if it's part of Boston or not. Uh, but they have part of the Charles River. They have the, uh, you know, bike paths, walkways. People, regular people of regular means can get access to peace of mind that comes from that level of blue green integration into a city um picking up a bike uh, uh you know those blue bikes and having people like i remember i was driving through watertown for you know after visiting my sister who lives in boston um and actually uh you know just hopping on a blue bike for 30 minutes and getting my mind back and can face the world and all my issues really quickly um is there any thought in the world of regional planning to really make use of the nature that was provided uh, to this beautiful area? Like that, like economically, or, yeah, you know, or, the, or just you, you know, the point you raise is really is really important because our neighborhoods, you know, specifically in in the west side, the river flows right through the neighborhood, and there may be a lot of people that don't even know that it's it's often hard to see the river. It's obscured by lots of vegetation and trees and, and fences and and, and fences and you know for many years uh, folks looked at the river as a place to f a dump you know that's where they would I dump know. their leaves or uh, or boy the motor oil what do I do with the motor oil dump exactly. it in the river exactly. so we've we've exactly. sort of I got you. Uh, you know all of us collectively have have you know have, have tried to turn the narrative uh, around on its head and say hey listen this river is not only an important resource uh, in your community, but it's a, it's sort of connective tissue that br can bring your community together, yeah. and it is a place to recreate. It's you know so um, so I, I think everything that the planning commission and the city and these 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 uh, efforts to improve neighborhoods and we say that sort of generally neighborhood improvement. You know we can't forget that the river is a really critical part of these neighborhoods and is a real asset. Uh, and many of the plans that we've developed uh, wow. individually and collectively really look to uh, use the river as a place uh, of celebration. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's really what I think one of the reasons that the city is really invested in the, the whole river cleanup uh, is because we see such great potential for the river to once again be a really celebrated part of our landscape and an economic driver for communities. Yeah, so and, we and talk the, about the recreation potential. It's yeah. there. And 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 the 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 the, uh, the jury is still out on what where the waste is going to go and how the waste is going to be uh, you know removed and and that's really all good. <coughs> I think trees have a lot to do with it and any kind of growth that actually can suck you know, the poisons part of a tree is it sucks the poisons and puts it out as air um, for all of us to breathe. 
Yeah, you're right. You know, a, a huge part of the river cleanup um, proposal is uh, is not only physical soil cleanup, but there's a heck of a lot of uh, of restoration of uh, of the canopy of floodplain forests and uh, and vegetation along the those banks that'll be disturbed. You know, that's all part of the system, all part of the important ecological river system. So, you know, and and I'll just make one quick narrative. You know, the city of Pittsfield is. You know, we look at the river cleanup as an opportunity to get this going. You know, the longer that we, you know, the longer that the river remains um, unimproved or, you know, for a cesspool of PCB-laden deposits, well, we, you know, the longer our health, health is compromised, all of us. So You know what um, I'm really excited about? This next presidential election is going to have to focus on the environment because there's only one presidential candidate who invented Waterkeeper. So... It's uh, it'll be kind of interesting to see how that plays out. I'd like to see some emphasis paid on exactly what you guys are doing. And then if we could, you know, imagine things that haven't been done and wonder why it can't be done and then get it done. Um, And that's all part of. And I thank you for sharing. For those of you who are just tuning in, uh, you're listening to And So It Flows, the only show for H2O. We have with us Allison Egan from Berkshire Regional Planning and also Jim McGrath from the city of Pittsfield. Uh, that actually, he's the, ch- uh, you're, you're the uh, head of the Parks Department. Yeah, commissioner? So yeah, yeah. Parks uh, commissioner. Uh, um, my, title, my title sort of is so long it extends onto two lines of a business card. But uh, I'm the Park and Open Space Program Manager, uh, Park Open Space and Natural Resource Program Manager. So I don't only just work in the park system. I also manage the lakes in the city and work with, the, of course, the river cleanup uh, and work on a lot of restoration projects, which I think is, you know, uh, is really a great place to be. I think I have the best job in the city and one that, um, you know, uh, provides me a lot of opportunity to, you know, sort of tell a narrative and, and work to improve our resources and then help people celebrate them. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's sort of where I fall into Great, great, great. I, 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 we have about another one to two minutes here. Oh, we better get uh, to Arbor Day. Yeah, I just want to get, no, I just want to get right to Arbor Day. What, what's going yeah. on in the city of Pittsfield for Arbor Day and for those people? I'll talk about the Friday and then Allison can sure. talk about the Saturday. Yeah. So as Allison mentioned, this year we're sort of doing a two-day uh, effort. Uh, Arbor Day is always on the last Friday of the month of April. So this year it's Friday, April 28th. That's this coming Friday. It's always at 12 noon. And this year we're at Springside Park, right on the east side of the Springside House. Uh, we've invited um, a noted historic preservation and landscape planner named Martha Lyon from Northampton. She'll be our, she'll be our keynote speaker. And she was influential in helping us get the Springside House on the National Register. Um, and then we're going to go to the Chestnut Seed Orchard and talk about that really cool project. And then there's a whole Saturday event. Yeah, there's a whole Saturday event, too. And we're partnering, the Berkshire mm. Regional Planning Commission's partnering with the city um, to host an Arbor Day Plus event. It's, we're calling it a tree party. We're uh, planting a tree at Durant Park on Saturday, uh, April 29th. Our event is 11 to 1. There'll be coffee, snacks, T-shirts, giveaways. Um, we're going to do a, a tree planting demonstration, sort of ceremonial at Durant Park in the West Side neighborhood in Pittsfield. And then we're going to do a park cleanup. We're going to hit Durant Park, uh, Riverway Park, and then, you know, depending on how many volunteers we have show up, show up if you can, um, we'll, we'll try to get as much done of that surrounding block as possible. 
Um, we'll also be doing a tree give a giveaway. We have eight-year-old tulip trees to give away for free to people. So come watch the tree planting demonstration, and we'll have you know uh, a tree if, if you know they're first come first serve. There's not tons of them. I think it's ten to fifteen. Um, but we'd love to see you there. Come volunteer. You can register or just show up day of. Yeah, many trees are growing in Pittsfield. We kind of like it. And yeah. uh, just thanks for sharing uh, both uh, Jim and Allison. Thanks for sharing with our water-loving listeners here in Ensoa Flows. And I uh, look forward to, you know, making sure people come out for your Arbor Day thing. Just so thanks for sharing about Arbor and your, your love of bringing... Uh, regeneration to the city of Pittsfield. Thanks, Thanks. so much. Thanks, yeah, thank Leslie. you so much. Okay. And uh, you're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Uh, super happy to be with you. And this is a little shout out to uh, the folks who love polka because I found actually a water polka. This is Clover by the Water Polka. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O.
Rosiček, proč k nám nechodí? Možná zase sestru najde až ten větel kosu zajde jetel, ten jetel, věc celíček uvolí. Možná zase sestru najde až ten větel kosu zajde jetel, ten jetel, Jen celíček uvodí. Again for joining, and so it flows. Your only show for H2O here at 89.7 WTBR FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. I'm your super waterman, and uh, tune on in. Check us out on the podcast, and love your H2O.
In the abundance of water, the fool will get thirsty.